success looks so easy from the outside, but all successful people have had to overcome enormous obstacles along the way. And in many cases, look failure right in the eye. Most successful people don't focus on the struggle and rarely do they talk about it because quite frankly, that's not what creates success. Join us here where we will chat with fierce female entrepreneurs and share the good, the bad, and the ugly of entrepreneurship and talk about the obstacles we have faced and how you can overcome them to reach the success that you desire. I am your host, Cami Lehman, and this is the She's Invincible Podcast. Welcome, everyone. And today in our studio, we have the amazing Jacqueline D. Gregorio. And Jacqueline, we we are bringing her back today. She is on episode three of our launch podcast from day one, which was March 2nd. So we want to invite you to go back and listen to episode three so you can get to know Jacqueline and hear all about where she comes from and just a little bit more about her. Uh, But today we have her back here and we're so excited to talk to her more You know, you just can't get enough of this gal. That's what I want to say. When you hear a little bit, you want more. And so I'm so excited that she's agreed to join us and um, she's here to share some amazing things. Jacqueline, I'm just going to turn it over to you. Let's just, just, I know you have a few things that you want to share with the audience. So I'm just going to let you get started. Awesome. I'm excited to chat. So I am so inspired by this audience because I know so many of you are ambitious women who have a lot of goals and a lot of dreams, but oftentimes as ambitious women, we stand in our own way. And this is what I wrote my new book about. It's called Stop Getting in Your Own Way. And I think that this topic and this metaphor of what it's like when we stand in our own way is so important as women to talk about because oftentimes we're searching for, you know, what's the strategy? What's the tool? But we don't realize, no, it's simply get out of your own way and you don't need all these fancy things. I like to keep things simple and simplify rather than make them more complicated. You already have everything you need inside of you to build your dream business, to achieve any of your biggest goals and dreams. All we need to do is push that cone that's in the middle of the road that looks like a roadblock, but can literally be moved and you can drive down the street and get to where you wanted to go in the first place. So if you're listening and you feel like there is something holding you back, whether it's fear, whether it's just some bad habits, some limiting beliefs, it's time to take a look at them honestly and ask yourself, who do I need to be? to achieve my goals and step into that version of yourself. The way we manifest things and achieve our biggest goals is by stepping into that future version of ourself who already has those things. Because then you can literally work backwards and say, okay, I am Cammie who now has a top 100 podcast. Okay, what has Cammie done over the past six months to get here? And you can actually work backwards and figure out all of your action steps. So. That's what I want to start with. And just honing in on framing this conversation, we are going to talk about some strategies to grow your business, to build your business, to start your business, um, to achieve your goals, whatever they may be. But in order to frame that, I want to first start with who do you need to be and, and carry that version of yourself into the action steps that we 
further discuss. So I think one of the topics I want to talk about, Cami, was social media. And that's something that as a young person, I found to be really powerful. And I think that it's really confusing to people like how to use social media the right way and how to use it in an authentic way. So it's something that I've actually built a lot of new connections. So in addition to getting to know your audience and, you know, potentially selling things to your audience, that's great. Um, and, and that's something that's a really powerful tool. But where I think it's even more powerful is to connect with the people who can help move your business forward. So, for example, for me, one of my goals is to sell 200,000 copies of my book. So every day I spend time on social media finding new connections, sending them a cold message, but not asking them for anything. Here's the key to this strategy. When you are trying to connect with new people, you need to offer them value. Imagine if a random person messaged you on social media and they're like, hey, buy my thing that I'm selling. You're like, who is this weirdo? Why are they sending me this message? It, it frustrates you. It annoys you. But what if someone messaged you and they said, hey, I noticed that you're really into personal development. I just wrote a new book and my goal is to get it in the hands of as many women as possible. I would love to mail you a copy if you're open to it. Well, what a really nice message, right? See the difference in those two messages. Now, you might not be selling a book. You might not be selling something where, hey, you want to give away your product. But what about giving away some content, some value, some free advice? You know, how can you connect with other people and help them? So that's one strategy that's really helped me grow my business by simply focusing on using social media to connect with people in a genuine and authentic way that moves you closer to your goals. The only way this is possible is if you have clarity in your vision and where you're going. So my guiding light is this goal to sell my books. Why? Well, Cammie and I actually discussed this on my podcast, Spark Your Light. So you can head over uh, to the episode that launched on March 2nd and listen to uh, that episode about finding your one thing. But to briefly summarize, read the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller and think about what is your one thing and what's the one thing that's going to make everything else easier or unnecessary? So I also offer coaching. I also am a speaker. So by selling my books, I get more clients, I get more speaking leads. And so selling my books, therefore, is my one thing. You need to have full clarity on your vision and where you want to go before you can do any kind of outreach because what the heck is your end goal? What are you reaching out for? Where are you trying to get? What are your goals? I want you to be really clear on your goals and not just, I want to make $100,000. How? What are you selling? What's your one thing? What are you going all in on? And go from there. So that is also one of the things I want to talk about with the power of social media and growing your business. So what's next? Let's see. How do you get back up when you're feeling down? Let's yeah, talk a little a bit one. about that. Yeah. So we talked a little bit about strategy. That's important. However, at the end of the day, oftentimes building a business, going after goals, you feel discouraged for a number of reasons. Sometimes you set a goal that was not a really good goal for you. It was a goal that was maybe too big, a goal that you were falling short on, which led to you feeling discouraged. But in reality, we're all going to feel down no matter what. You set the best goals, you go for them, and something doesn't work the way you wanted it to. It's normal. It's something we all go through. So what do you do when you're down? My recommendation is to simply ask yourself, what's the next step? 
And really, it depends how down you are. Sometimes it's like, Jacqueline, just go feed yourself something because you are hungry and you are tired and you can't think straight until you eat a peanut butter sandwich. All right. It doesn't have to be anything fancy, but like go eat something or go take a nap or go do your laundry or take a shower because you've been working from home for for two days and you need a shower, right? What do I need? What is the next step? And sometimes it's something as little as that. Sometimes it's a bigger step. Sometimes it's okay. You know, I've been feeling really down. I really wanted to sell my, you know, product or service and I haven't been able to get a lot of sales. I think the the next step would just be to get my first sale because that would make me feel really good. That would boost my confidence. And then I'd be able to get my second sale and then my third sale. So ask yourself, okay, well, what steps you need to take to get your first sale, right? Okay. Let's think outside the box, which you've already tried clearly hasn't worked. What can we think about doing now? What is the low hanging fruit? I always go after the low hanging fruit when I'm feeling down. Are there any, you know, people that are already in your current network that need the thing you're selling, right? That's a great place to get some low hanging fruit. Do you have a connection who can introduce you to someone who can help you, right? So whenever I'm going after something, I'm going after a goal, you know, maybe I'm doing outreach for speaking engagements and I haven't seen any luck and I'm feeling down, I'm feeling rejected. I'm like, okay, I need to boost my confidence. I need to take the next step, which is just book one paid gig. It doesn't matter how much it's for. I'm feeling down, right? Okay, how can I get that? Oh, well, I know this person that I spoke at their school two years ago, and they said they'd be looking for more speakers in the future. Why don't I reach out to them? And it's like these opportunities were always there, but we didn't see them. We were blinded by this pressure we've put on ourselves, these expectations. And so when we take a step back and say, okay, I'm going to take all the pressure off. I'm going to take all the expectations off. And I'm just going to ask myself, what's the next step? That's really where the magic happens because you can just keep taking the next step over and over and over again until you've surpassed even your biggest goals. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. And I love how you break it down because I think like when we look at the big picture, we get so overwhelmed and then we do nothing, right? We just freeze and we do nothing. And that is not good for success or business, right? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that. So I want to ask you, like I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking you have so much wisdom. You've done so much at such a young age. You've started two companies, right? So you have, you're, you're running your second company. You've written two books. You have a podcast. You have a coaching company. Was like when you were young, like where did this start? When you were young, did you like, what did you dream you were going to grow up to be? Yeah, I love that. So, I mean, I was definitely different from other kids. I will say that. I remember my mom said that she thought something was wrong with me when I was really young because maybe like three years old, all the kids are watching TV and I could not sit in a room and watch TV. Like I just wouldn't do it. Um, which is funny because nowadays I don't, I like watching movies. I will say relaxation is important, but I, I, I prefer reading over watching TV most of the time, even today. So I definitely always had something a little bit quirky about me. I always thought about the idea of starting my own business, but I wasn't really sure. In fact, in ninth grade, I actually wanted to be a fashion designer, which is funny because I am not artistic. I do like clothes, but I'm not artistic at all. That's why I have a graphic designer to help me and I can't do things on my own other than basic Canva. Um, So, I mean, I think it really developed as I started to mature. I think I've always been really goal oriented. So in high school, I ran um, our dance marathon, which raised money for pediatric cancer. And, you know, in college, I was 
in a leadership position in my sorority. And so I always kind of had some kind of goal I was working towards. In college, I ran a marathon, um, you know, just different things that would like push me out of my comfort zone. But it wasn't until I really did not like working in corporate America and felt like, gee, I would rather make $40,000 a year working for myself than working for someone else. And that number really came from looking at like, what are my job prospects as a 22 year old trying to get a job out of college in a flooded market, right? Realistically. And that was the first thought. It wasn't this big vision. It wasn't, I'm going to be, you know, touring the country speaking and New York Times bestselling author and all these things. It was literally like, I would like to make the same amount of money I could make graduating college, but doing it for myself rather than having to report to someone else. And so I think it's a good example of like, your big vision is not going to unfold like immediately. And it's okay to let it take you where it will and trust and building that trust muscle and faith is incredibly important. So that's what I did. I just trust it. And my first business was like nothing like what I do today. It was related to health. My first book is about health and wellness and my struggles with disordered eating in college. And um, my first product was about that. I made an app about that and had a lot of challenges and a lot of failures. And through that process, one thing kind of naturally led me to where I am now and where I feel like I am meant to be. And I truly believe that every step of the way is teaching us a lesson. Like there are so many lessons in my book that came from, you know, all my failures. And I believe that I was supposed to have those failures so that I could teach them to other people. So my vision again, wasn't that clear. I just knew, well, I wanted to succeed and this wasn't working. So I had to try something else, right? That was pretty much it. Um, Jack Canfield says in his book, which I'm reading right now, that people who just keep going long enough eventually succeed. Like there's no other choice. You just, you have to learn along the way and you'll eventually get better and it might take you a really long time, but you'll eventually get there. So, I mean, there's really no failure if you don't give up. And, and that's what I did. I just kept going. I kept getting back up. I kept asking myself, what's the next step? And I kept leaning into what was working, pulling away from what wasn't what felt in alignment for me going towards that, what didn't letting go of those things. And that's hard and that's scary. But as I continue to grow and step into where I am today, my vision continued to grow bigger. And so I think it's a relationship with confidence and your vision and the more self-confidence you have, the more that you believe you can achieve. And that's how my vision has grown over the years. So was I always this way? Sure. I was always wired for achievement. I was the kind of kid who wanted to get straight A's in school and would obsess if I had to be, you know, but I definitely was not this person who had this big dream. Like I wouldn't say like I was sitting in high school, like I'm going to write a book. I never even thought about writing a book until literally first day of class, senior year of college. My professor says, this is an entrepreneurship class, but we're actually going to write books. And I'm like, what? And I'm so thankful for that day because it, it totally changed my life. And it's crazy how one experience, one day can change everything, can give you a new vision. So that faith and that confidence in yourself that you can accomplish anything, even something you never saw yourself doing. I never saw myself as a writer. Um, and when people say, what do you do? Like, I, don't, I still don't think I would respond. I'm a writer, even though I've written two books and writing books has taken up a majority of my career because I'm only four years into my career and two, two books have taken about two years each, right? So that could be my answer. But it's funny because I wouldn't identify as that yet here I am. So it's, it's really interesting because where you think you are and where you think you're going, no matter what age you are, 
probably isn't where you're going to be forever, but trusting that journey and building your confidence and believing you can accomplish it will take you to where you're meant to be. That's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. That what a what a way to sum it up. Okay, so it's time to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that is what we are uh, all about here is that, you know, women look at themselves and they look at other women that are successful and they're always comparing themselves. They see the success in you, but they never see the struggle. And so successful women don't, we know that you don't want to focus on your struggles and you don't want to talk about them because that's not what breeds success. However, it does offer hope to women who are in the struggle who maybe need to hear a little bit about how someone like you has become so successful in spite of the struggles in times when maybe anybody else would have given up, but you didn't and you pressed on. So we're going to start with the good. So can you share a story with us? Share share a great story about the good. Okay. Here's my favorite good story. It's one that I go back to a lot and I was actually just reminded of this morning because I was watching a video or I record it uh, where I shared this story. And in October this past year, I decided at the beginning of the month that I was going to manifest $30,000 of cash flow into my business that month. And Catherine Zankina, who I uh, really love and look up to and I've taken some of her courses, she posted these magic checks on her Instagram. So I, I printed it out. I went all in on this check. I wrote $30,000 of money flow into my business. I signed it. I dated it for the end of October. I think the last day of the month. And I carried it around everywhere with me. In fact, at my Polka Dot Powerhouse meeting, when we have our section for celebrations, I actually held it up. This was at the beginning of October before I had manifested anything. And I said, I'm celebrating this money because it's on its way to me. And nothing was actually on its way to me. It's not like people had paid me and it was like in transit or something like that. Nothing had happened yet. I hadn't even had my launch yet, but it came true. This was like the biggest manifestation I've ever had in my life of money specifically, or like a business win and being able to like declare the goal, write it down. It was a stretch for me for sure, but it wasn't unrealistic because I had achieved uh, similar amounts, maybe like half in the past. Um, and so uh, I think it was only the third week. I actually brought in $34,000 in my business that month, which is uh, one of my biggest successes to date. I'm really proud of that. And I really love the this magic that's in the air. And like, it's so fun when you lean into manifestation and law of attraction and you go all in on like writing yourself the checks and believing. And it's just such a fun, happy energy that I hope that I can inspire you to get into this energy and stay in it. I love it. And I remember when that happened and it was so exciting to celebrate that with you. And just, you know, when you look at gals, your age, they're not making that kind of money. So you really did prove like hard work and you, you know, and your mindset really do pay off. Right. So I love that. That's great. What a good story. Okay. So now we have to talk about the bad. So share something with us to encourage our listeners. Maybe they're going through a struggle right now. Yeah. So this bad, you probably were expecting me to go back and say, well, you know, before I hit that point, you know, I faced all these challenges and I did. And if if you read Stop Getting in Your Own Way, the introduction is like really sad. People tell me they like felt so bad for me when they were reading it. And just some of my toughest challenges when I started my business, uh, it just took me so many years and so many failures. 
to really get off the ground and find my flow. Um, and, and I could go on and on about that. But I think that that's talked about a lot. I think that if you go to an entrepreneurship conference, if you go to a women empowerment conference, they're talking about, you know, I failed so many times on my way to success. But then all of a sudden it's like I hit success. And then that's it. Like they're successful and that's it. And so I want to talk a little bit about that time after success, because I have honestly never heard it talked about. And this is actually where my biggest challenge has been recently for me. It's like I hit this really big goal. Now what? And then like Cammy mentioned, okay, we talk about this because people compare themselves with other women. You know, it's worse comparing yourself with yourself. And that's what I do now. Now that I had this really successful month, can I get to that place again? And what's wrong with me if I haven't hit that again yet, right? And so the reason that I share this is because I think it's really important to understand that no matter where you are on your journey, there are going to be hard times. There are going to be failures, but it's about your mindset, right? Like I can choose to say, wow, I haven't replicated that 34K month yet. I'm a failure. I guess I should just give up my business. My success is in the past. I'm short-lived. I was an overnight hit wreck. Come up with all these horrible stories about myself. Or I can say, Jacqueline, look how amazing that magic you brought into your life was. Just imagine if you keep embodying this mindset and this determination and this focus you're going to attract even more magic. If you could do that, just imagine you can double it, triple it, quadruple it, and imagine the impact you're going to be able to have on your family, on the world, with all of the wonderful things that are already on their way to you. And it's a totally different shift. And I think it's really important because maybe you haven't you know, had a certain financial metric in your business that is something you're really proud of yet, but I'm sure that every single one of you listening, even if you don't own a business, can find something in your life that you're really proud of. And I want you to think about that and say, okay, if I could do that, just imagine what else is possible for me. Now we have to go to the ugly. <laughs> oh my goodness. You know, and I just know that whatever it is, it will inspire people listening right now. So do you, what do you want to share with us about some ugly experience that you've had? Yeah. <clears throat> when I think of the ugly, I think of feeling like a blob. If anyone can relate to this, uh, what I mean is you get in this grind. It's like, I need to hit this goal. And so you kind of just let everything go. You don't take care of yourself at all. You're probably in your pajamas still. You haven't eaten a nourishing meal. You've either eaten like fast food or maybe not enough food, right? And you're kind of just like, I literally feel like a blob. That's the, Sometimes, Richie, my fiance will come up and work and be like, how was your day? And I'll be like, I feel like a blob. Like, that's the only way I can describe it. And, and it's really ugly. And I, it's something that I know all entrepreneurs face, especially if you work from home, which most entrepreneurs do. And my biggest recommendation for this is get into a routine. It doesn't have to be like a super strict schedule, right? But, you know, are you using a planner in the morning? Are you planning your day? Are you taking a break to exercise? Are you cooking on the weekend meal prep to have healthy food in your fridge to eat so you can take care of your body? You need to take care of yourself or your business will never be successful. Are you getting eight hours sleep? What is your um, downtime look like? Are you taking time with people you love? Are you relaxing? Are you taking time off? And I know this 
because I've burned out. I've worked so many ADR weeks, which is why there's a chapter in my book called Stop Working ADR Weeks. Because let me tell you, the time that I manifested the $34,000, I wasn't working ADR weeks. That wasn't the answer. That wasn't what brought that to me. It was my good energy. It was my positivity. It was my self-confidence. It was my drive and my excitement for the work I was doing, not feeling guilty like I had to work all these hours and that was the only way I was going to be successful. So if you're feeling like a blob, if you're going through the ugly right now, pick yourself back up, find a new routine, something as little as writing in a journal every morning, reading in the morning, exercise. Before this podcast, I had uh, 15 minutes. I had a 15 minute break. And I said, you know what? I only have 15 minutes, but I went outside and I walked around the block and I listened to some happy music. That's all it takes. I have a playlist on my Spotify called Good Vibes, and it's just really happy music. And that's how you manifest things, by being happy and focusing on that every day. So I recommend that if you're in the ugly, you make some small changes in your life because they really do make all the difference to prioritize yourself first over your business because your business will never succeed if you're not first taking care of yourself. I, I look at you and I wonder, how did you get to be so brilliant so quickly? <laughs> I've just been through it all. The, the, the best gift that you can find in life is experiencing incredible, incredibly low points. Like the hardest hardships are the best gifts because they give you so much knowledge. I, I always talk about this with my friends and I think a lot of them don't get it because they're not entrepreneurs. But I say, I just feel so prepared for life. Like I just feel like life could throw anything at me and I would just pick myself up, accept my circumstances and say, what's next? Because I've just been through it all. And it's really come from being an entrepreneur. So if you're listening to this and you're an entrepreneur, you're already doing the right things. If you're going through the hard, you are so freaking blessed. I tell all my clients whenever they're like, oh, I have this horrible problem. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Thank God that's happening now because it's going to teach you because if it happened later, things would be a lot worse, right? Um, so it's it's really a blessing and I'm, I'm very, very grateful for all the tough times I've been through. I know that there will be more to come. I know that they will come forever. I'm open to them. I welcome them with open arms for the lessons and um, just pride myself on being able to react well and handle things because that's what, life is really about. Isn't that true? And, you know, to protect yourself from all of that would be to do nothing in your life, right? To try nothing great. And it's just not worth it. Like, you know, great things come from great struggles. And I, I just love that. You are full of wisdom. Well, it has been such a joy to speak with you today and to be able to share you and your wisdom with our audience. Before we go, would you please tell them where they can find you yeah, you can find me on Instagram. My name is at Jacqueline DiGregorio. I have a podcast, which I mentioned earlier, called the Spark Your Light Podcast. And my book, Stop Getting in Your Own Way, is available on Amazon. Oh, thank you so much. And just to our listeners today, I don't know where you are and what you're going through and any struggles that you're having, but get back up. Just get back up, girl. You can do it. You have one more fight in you. Get back up. Get back on and chase your dreams. You can do it. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. If you were inspired or learned something new, please subscribe to the podcast, give us a review and share us with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you, please stop on over to my website at camilehman.com and book a free call with me. I'd love to meet you and learn more about how I can support you.